you do have to hire when you need to hire as long as you're growing. Now, you don't want to hire someone if you're at 70% and you're never going to see 80, okay? You get my drift? Um, so hire a small but efficient team. A small uh, business normally can't afford to hire a big team. You don't want to have a lot of overage in your company with people. Um, doesn't help them and it doesn't help you. It's a complete waste of money. Hey, this is Greg McAfee, and welcome to The Greg McAfee Show. Now let's get started. Hi, Greg McAfee here, and welcome to The Greg McAfee Show. As always, if you guys have not subscribed to the YouTube or to the pod channel, feel free to do so right now because each week uh, when I produce one of these um, and put them out there, I really want each and every one of you guys to learn more about running a business and uh, be more successful, sleep better at night. So on every Tuesday, I'm going to put one of these out here. Uh, please hit that subscribe button right there if you haven't done so, and um, turn on those notifications uh, so you'll be the first to see it. Okay, today um, we're going to talk about um, some strategies on small business success, having, having small business success, because we've talked about how hard it is to start a business. Uh, the odds are definitely against you. Um, but today we're going to talk about once you get this thing going, um, what are some strategies for your success? So, um, I like to say if you haven't, if, if this is the first time you're tuning in, um, I own a heating and air conditioning company, 31 years in the making. Uh, we've worked our way from number 500, uh, in the area to number one in the residential market. Um, and we've maintained number one for several years, which you know how hard that is to do. We've got a target on every side of us. We're being shot at all the time. Um, but I've learned some things along the way, and I tell everyone um, I, I learned to share. And uh, I didn't learn to share. I learned more things about running a business. I've learned from some of the best. And uh, I share it with other people. Uh, because I want small business in America to continue to thrive. And I want you to uh, provide jobs, uh, help people, serve people, and bottom lines, make as much money as you possibly can. Okay? Um, so here's some strategies. Number one, hire a small but efficient team. Now, I tell people all the time at McAfee um, that we are a very lean operation. Um, most people think we have over 100 employees. I've had some people guess when they walk into my building that we have 250 employees. Um, and, and we're right around 40 employees. So we run a very lean operation. One of my metrics is um, revenue per employee, including myself, and it's extremely high, higher than most. It, we're probably in the top 3% of our entire industry in the United States. Um, so I run a very lean operation, but we have really good systems in place. 
we have um, we have a great team, which I'm going to talk about today. A great team that, um, and now that um, we're we're doing a four day work week, um, we're even going to get more accomplished in a week. And and I'll tell you more about that in a little bit. Um, I just mentioned at the last podcast um, that we are kicking off the four day work week. It's already in effect. Um, we have an installation team. We have a service team. They're both on the four day work week. So far, so good. Um, we also have some other teams, an air duct cleaning team. Um, we have customer service team. We have a sales team. We have a sheet metal team. Um, so all those, um, will eventually get to something. I don't know if it'll be exactly a four day work week. We actually got with our customer service team and they said they didn't want a four day work week. They said they would rather have, um, like once a month, have a three day weekend. Um, and we can accommodate that very easily. And uh, that helps them. That helps us. That's fine. Uh, remember, guys, gals, if you don't evolve in your business, you will die and you will be out of business. So you're going to have to change with the times. And I don't care if you agree with the times or not. You're going to have to change with the times because you're either going to evolve and change and do things differently than you've ever done them or, def or someone else will and you'll be out of business. Pick which one you want. And I've got a really big window right here. I'm seeing out the front of my building. I've got a 30,000 square foot building here in Kettering, Ohio. And it was a, uh, it was, when it was built, it was built for a um, computer supply company. So it's top notch. And uh, I bought it about six years ago, long story short, but my podcast room is in this front part of the building off to uh, a side that we don't have a whole lot of activity. So it's relatively quiet over here but I can see McAfee trucks coming in and out every time I make a podcast. And uh, I don't know, I, you know, 31 years and I still like seeing my trucks on the road. Um, so if you're gonna, if you're in business, first of all, you know, as I coach, I also coach businesses. I have for 14 years, coach business owners rather. Um, you should really try to be a lean operation. Uh, you need to you need to hire when you're ready to hire when when you're at capacity to hire and basically what capacity do you hire at is somewhere around seventy percent. So when you have a technician, if you have a technician out there, whether you're a plumber or electrician or whatever you are, if you have a technician out there and they're at seventy percent capacity, so let's just pretend that that they can do a million a year out of their truck. If they're doing seven hundred thousand, you need to start hiring. Because when they get to about 85 or 90, um, it's time to divvy up some work and get another truck on the road. And I don't care if you have two trucks or uh, 200 trucks, that capacity uh, measurement still works for everyone. Now, yours might not be 70. Yours might be 60. Yours might be 80. I don't know. Ours is about 70. So you do have to hire when you need to hire as long as you're growing. Now, you don't want to hire someone if you're at 70% and you're never going to see 80, okay? You get my drift? Um, so hire a small but efficient team. A small uh, business normally can't afford to hire a big team. You don't want to have a lot of overage in your company with people. Um, doesn't help them and it doesn't help you. It's a complete waste of money. I, I coached a guy last year and he was... Um, he insisted on having a certain number of people when he truly didn't need them. And it was going to be years before he even grew into that number. 
Um, so our coaching, it didn't go well because I, he was never going to make the money he made because he was spending 120,000 120, in a couple salaries that he didn't need. And uh, so you don't want too many people and you can't afford them. Honestly, you can't, as a small business, you can't afford having too many people. Um, you know, Jim Collins, who wrote the book, Good to Great. If you haven't read that book, I challenge you to read it. It's an older book, but it still applies today. And they compared companies. How did some companies go from good to not even being around anymore? And other companies went from good to great, and they're still around today. So he said, Jim Collins said, you need to get the right people on the bus before you start start driving the bus. Um, get the right people on the bus. So you're going to hire a, a, a you're going to be a lean operation, but you're also going to have the right people on the bus. You're going to explode in growth because you've got a great combination of two things. Great people, lean operation means more efficiency and much better profit. Bottom line goes right to your bottom line, much better bottom line. Um, Number two, actively learn from your competitors. Um, now, as I as I wrote these, and I was thinking about um, I was thinking about a few things. Um, in a perfect world, I would love to be like Amazon and Apple. Um, they don't have much competition, honestly. Um, they've devoured their competition. And I love devouring our competition. I really do. Um, we only have a few competitors. I've mentioned this before. And it's on purpose because we are we do not compete with certain companies in our area. They're not in our ballpark. They're not in our they're they're much lower priced than us. Um, they can't compete with us. Um, first of all, they can't keep up with us. Um, and they're not going to do the quality job that we do. We're a premier HVAC dealer. We do it right or we don't do it. So, so what can we actively learn, learn from our competitors? Um, and it doesn't matter how old of a company you are. Uh, as a matter of fact, when companies that have been in 30, 40, 50, 60 years, um, when they when they talk to uh, me about uh, coaching them, the first thing I say is, old dog, new trick. Are you, are you going to be willing to listen to me? Because I'm going to teach you some new tricks about business growth. Are you, do you think you can actually listen and believe them? And I always get a chuckle. And um, honestly, some people say, no, I, I can't. Thank you for your time. Because I'm, I'm going to rock their world because, um, you know, some of the things I've learned over the past 10 years, I'm sharing and it it's over their head. They can't grasp it and they don't want to change. So um, it doesn't matter how old of a company you are. If you're willing to learn, you can change for the better, continue to grow your business and I I always use the term blow it out of the water and and make your competitors ask what in the world are they doing over there? That's what I like. That's an that's an action plan for success right there. And um I just want to know what our competitors are doing. That's all. 
It's not to copy off them. I've never copied off a competitor. They're, they copy off me. I'm always ahead of the competitors. I'm always um, thinking outside the box and staying ahead of my competition. Matter of fact, there is another heating and air company in our area south of us. Now, we don't compete a whole lot. They, they are a good-sized company, but they're nothing like we are. But they hate us so much that they don't even say my name. In, in, internally, they say it's about that company up north. Now, when I heard that, I, I was so happy. I'm serious. I was so happy because we're making that big of an impact on a competitor, per se, that they don't want to mention my name. <laughs> okay? That's a good thing. Um, as I think of that, I also think about we had someone working here at one time and um, his dad, one of the uh, guy worked here for me, his dad went out for breakfast and little did he know there was another heating and air conditioning company in a, in a big long table next to him. And they're talking to him, they had a company meeting there and they're talking about all this stuff. And they probably had about 10 people at the table. And the owner said this, I, I couldn't believe it when I heard it, but this, I mean, this guy doesn't, I mean, this guy's dad wasn't going to lie to me. He said, I, I just sat there. I, I was done eating, but I just sat there and I had to listen more. He goes, I wish you could have been there. I wish I were to, were to he, I'm sorry. He said, I wish I would have recorded it. Um, by the way, I'm drinking iced tea today. No sugar, just plain. Um, he goes, I wish I would have recorded it because he said it was awesome. He said, the owner said these words. We need to be more like McAfee. We we need we need to start arriving on time. We we need we need to start being more professional. We need to keep our trucks cleaner. And he got and the guy said it went on and on and on. We need to be more like McAfee. First of all, I about fell out of my seat because I'm sorry. How stupid can you be as an owner to tell your team they need to be like a competitor? That doesn't even cross my mind. If I want to tell our team they need to be better, they just need to be better. I'm not going to compare them to someone else. We just need to be better. Here's what we need to do to get there. But it was so funny because, I mean, I, I, the guy goes, I, I just couldn't believe it. He used McAfee, the name, three or four times during this meeting. So we're doing something right. Um, so basically, what can we learn from them? What are they doing? And And for the most part, what shouldn't we do? Okay. Um, when I started McAfee and I worked for other heating and air conditioning companies, I used to keep a log of what I wouldn't do when I started McAfee. And the, the log of, of what I wouldn't do was much longer than what I should do. Um, I already knew what I was going to do. I just learned I will not do it this way. Okay. Um, so that's the only thing I take away from my competitors is what we'll never do. Um, and then you need to know your competitive advantage. What's your competitive advantage? What do you do that your competition either doesn't do, wouldn't do, can't do, or 
just doesn't even understand the concept of what you're doing. And in, and for the most part, that's what a lot of our heating and air conditioning companies around here, they can't even understand the concept of what we do here. Um, as a matter of fact, we, we, uh, we are on a hiring campaign right now, and we've got several applications coming in right now because of the four-day work week I told you about. You know, people are, people are tired of working for other companies. They're tired of working for companies who rip people off. We hear that often. Um, they also want to be trained better. People want to be trained, top-notch trained, and that's what we do here. We're a premier McAfee dealer, and we train right, we do it right, or, or we won't do it at all. So people are coming in here, and uh, we're hiring them from other companies and um, not only does that help us because they're either partially trained or trained and we don't have to, all we got to do is get them to do it the McAfee way and they're happy. They're learning more than they've ever learned. So, you know, two quick stories is one of them said they came from another company and I said, did, uh, did your employer ask you where you were going? And he said uh, he did. Um, but I, I told him I wasn't going to tell him. It, di it didn't matter at that point. Um, but I did tell him that I was getting a $4 increase in pay. And he said, well, there's only one or two companies um, that could possibly do that. And one of them's McAfee. So are you going to McAfee? <laughs> the guy just looked at him and said, I am. Um, but again, that the, we're setting the bar across the board here. We're setting the bar across the entire region we service. I mean, this is who we are and this is what we do. And if you want to keep up with us, go for it. But good luck because we're constantly changing and we're constantly moving and, and uh, we're constantly growing. Um, so, but what's your co competitive advantage? Um, also, the second part, I said, I said, I'm going to tell you two things about that. The second one was um, we're doing some training. And we've got a couple guys from different companies that have just come on board recently. And uh, we took them in our training lab and um, we taught them just a few things that they had no idea they could do, that, that, that it could be done that way in order to troubleshoot something. It was like, like you just opened up their eyes to something new and they were so excited and they had a lot of questions and what if I do this or do that? And, and it was just exciting. But you know, if you're going to be in an industry that services people, um, that services people, then, you know, you've got to stay up with the times and you've got to learn how to troubleshoot and troubleshoot the best way possible. Um, my guys are in homes all, you know, 24 seven. And when you're in a home at 2 AM and it's zero degrees outside, um, you don't have time to be going the long way around the barn to figure out what's wrong with the problem. So we have some really quick ways of finding out, is this board bad? Is this bad? Is this circuit bad? Is this bad? And we figure it out fast and we get things fixed fast and uh, we move on. Um, um, sorry, sold a big job and my salesman's asking me a question. And, uh, um, which is a good thing. I, I love getting, um, we, we celebrate sales here, by the way. So anytime um, 
I'm, I'm kind of overseeing our sales department right now. So I meet with our sales team every single morning and we go over yesterday's schedule. What did you do? What didn't you do? And we go over today's schedule on what needs done, how many, and we set the goal. We have a goal for the whole month, but we set a goal each day. So, you know, we're, we're closing at 80% um, right now, um, which is extremely good. Um, and, and we're not the lowest price by, by any means, but we know how to close. Again, training matters, right? Um, so, um, so we, we all, we set a goal. So if we have 10 estimates today, you know, the goal is what eight or nine, right? And, uh, we just set it each day. So everyone's on the same page and, uh, he just sold a, a really good sized job for Monday, um, uh, that we actually had someone reschedule on. So I'm very pleased. Um, all right. So moving on. Uh, here's a couple important questions. Um, does it matter what your competitors are doing? Um, so does it matter what your competitors are doing? Um, I apologize. This rarely happens, but you know a sale is important, so I know you understand. Um, I think it does matter what your competitors are doing. I know a lot about my competitors. Um, I know a lot about my competitors. I know about how many employees they have. I know how many trucks they have. I know about how much revenue they do per year. Um, I think all that's important. I know what brand they sell. I know, um, I know how they service. I know how they sell. I know if they have, I know if they have full-time employees or if they subcontract. That's very important. It's very important on a sales call. I need to know everything there is to know about my salespeople in order to beat them and blow them out of the water. It's not for me to copy them. There's nothing to copy. I'm sorry, but there's nothing to copy. If they come up with a great idea, then kudos to them. We should have thought of it first. But we're not copying. We'll come up with our own ideas. If I want to copy, or we call it R&D, rob and duplicate, uh, I'll do that from a company you know, five states over that no one knows about, um, but not my own competitor. Um, I, I really don't care what they do. The more I'm watching them, the less I'm watching my own company. And my own company is priority. Yours is too. I say, I say all this passionately because so many guys get their eyes off, the, they get their eyes on the wrong things and they get their eyes off their business. And it's very important to keep your eye on the ball. Keep your eye on your business. Know where it's going at all times. Know your numbers. Know the metrics you need to know every day. Has anything in our industry changed that we should now adjust for? Be ahead of industry change. Be ahead of it. Know when something's going to come out. I mentioned on this podcast several um, podcasts ago, I was very upset with myself when um, refrigerant spiked in price. And for some odd reason, I didn't know it was going to. And when I had a, um, in, um, not a heated discussion, but a concerned discussion with my suppliers, I'm like, why didn't I know about this? Because I would have bought skids of this stuff before it skyrocketed and tripled in price. And they were like, honestly, Greg, it happened so fast, we didn't know about it. So anyway, you should know about stuff way ahead. 
um, you, you don't find out you don't find out refrigerant or steel or copper is going up in price six months after it did. It's too late then. Um, being being in a, in a financially sound company like we are, we're able to buy bulk. Um, if I know copper is going to double in price, which it almost did or has by now, um, we're buying skids of copper tubing. We're, you know, the line sets is what I'm talking about. Um, we're buying skids uh, because when my competitor is paying double, I'm still paying the old price. Now, is there some competitive advantage to that? You bet. You better believe it. Um, so, good stuff. Um, is there anything in my industry changed that we should now adjust for? You know, absolutely. Industry is changing fast all the time. Be on, be on track to change with them. And number three, number three, marketing and advertising. Is it an, is it an expense or is it an investment? Um, I believe it's an investment. I believe it can be a great investment. Um, it's, it's not, it's just like any other investment you would make in the investment world. I've said this before. I, I'm in Ohio. We are we are 90% weather driven. I don't care if there's a recession. I don't care if there's an election. If it's hot or cold, we're busy. Okay. So in Ohio, I can go out and have a, a advertising campaign campaign for um, let's say we're sponsoring a big concert here in Dayton. And it's, uh, it's supposed to be 90, 95 degrees that night. It's going to be hot. So we invest in, we invest in these little wood handle fans with the McAfee logo on it. Cause if it's 90 or 95 degrees, every person in that entire, um, concert is going to have one of these fans outside concerts. What I'm talking about, by the way, um, we also invested in something you could plug into your iPhone and it's just an electric fan plugs, plugs in there. Um, everyone will have one if it's hot and, um, if it's hot, our investment paid off 10 times fold. Okay. Everybody has a fan. We're going to get calls tomorrow. It's going to pay off big time. Okay. However, if for some reason it rains, or if that temperature drops down to 75 or 80, it's not a good investment anymore. People walk by our booth and they don't even take a fan. So now we have bought, we have went home with boxes of fans that we invested in just for this concert. So we have to save them for the next one. Okay. So my investment can go, or my investment can go up. And uh, I'm an, I'm a risk taker, so I'm going I'm going to bet it's going to go up, and I am praying for a hot 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 night, right? Okay. Um, so marketing and advertising is an investment. You need to if you don't know anything about it, then you need to hire someone. Ask around for some referrals of who is good for small business advertising, um, because you need to create a Google uh, business listing. Um, and start building local SEO and you need to advertise on Facebook 
You need to use social media to drive traffic to your website. And you need to uh, advertise on different podcasts, popular podcasts in your area, people listen to in your area. And um, you need to be um, on YouTube, Spotify. You know, you need to be, um, you kind of need to be everywhere. Now, you're not, that's not going to happen your first year or even your fifth year in business unless you're in California and do $4 million your third year, which is unheard of in Ohio, by the way. Um, but Google search ads, um, you need to be, you just need to be there, but you need to hire someone who knows how to do this. Um, if you don't know how to do it, don't waste your time. You need to be out generating sales yourself and know, and know what you need to do and training your people and, and thinking from the neck up, by the way, and quit touching everything. I uh, just wrote a blog the other day on quit touching things. You're touching things and it's causing problems within your company. You're now paid. If you have more than 20 employees, you're now paid and employed from the neck up. All you need to do is think. You need to set the vision. You need to think of new ideas. You need to manage your leadership team and whatever else you want to dabble in from here up. And you're going to be much better off. So, Hire small, but be efficient. Learn what, learn what not to do from your competitors and realize that marketing and advertising is an investment and it will pay off well if you do it right. Do it right. Okay, I hope this helps. And as always, carry on and have a great day.